Greg Beaver, I'm not sure if you noticed this, uh, but so it's it's episode seven of I Have Some Notes. Uh, it is also the most expensive episode of I Have Some Notes to is date. It really? To date, yeah, yeah. The accountant's not gonna be happy. Uh, so in order, so in order to to make make sure the the safety of uh, safety and comfort of our guests, uh, we have uh, Danica LeBlanc and uh, Brandon Schatz on the show today. Uh, we had to buy extra refrigerators. Uh, just to make sure that everyone has everyone has a refrigerator to hide into, in the event, heaven forbid, of uh, some sort of nuclear accident or apocalypse. Do we have mini fridges for the gophers? Legend says that a crystal skull was stolen from a mythical lost city in the Amazon, supposedly built out of solid gold, guarded by the living dead. Whoever returns the skull to the city temple will be given control over its power. You will help us find it. A simple yes will do. Well, we will do this old-fashioned way. Put your hands down, will you? You're embarrassing us. Don't touch anything. Welcome to I Have Some Notes. This is the movie podcast where we take almost pretty good movies, well, movies that aren't really good at all, and try to make them eh, passable. Coming to you from Edmonton, Alberta. Uh, high atop uh, a 12-story building. Uh, my name is Colin McIntyre. I'm your co-host. My name is Greg. Now, Colin, introduce our guests. Do I have to sing? <laughs> Do I have to sing on cue? I was not prepared. We'll, we'll make this... We'll, we need to do a sing-along episode. Uh, joining us on the show today, uh, we, have, uh, we have some... We have some... We have some... We have some street and uh, nerd and geek cred, to, uh, cred today. Mm-hmm. We have uh, Danica LeBlanc, Brandon Schatz, owners of Varied Edition Comic Book Shop. Welcome to you both. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> yeah. uh, so the, the, the film we're going to be discussing today, uh, judging by, by Greg's uh, wonderful uh, cover <laughs> of the theme song, is Indiana Jones. I'm thinking and, I'm going on tour. Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Disclaimer. Uh, and this is something we talked about for previous episodes. The opinions you're about to hear come from no one around this table has actually ever produced a Hollywood picture. Or at least me and Greg haven't. Have you guys, Danica? Absolutely Ryan? not. Yeah. So we're not, not filming. Yet. YouTube video. You, okay, there you go. YouTube video. <laughs> We've never produced big budget Hollywood pictures. We are not screenwriters. We're not screenwriters. No. Uh, oh, for fun. We barely know how to use remote controls. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to try to fix this movie anyway. I, that's actually truer than you think because I often, every time I'm, I'm watching YouTube... On my Xbox uh, One, I always inevitably like knock the control over, and then it just like skips all over the place. That control is <laughs> yeah. really sensitive. I know. This wasn't a problem back in my day. Yeah. We just had to turn knobs and bunny ears. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, and you blah. had to get up to go yeah. fast forward. Uh, so, uh, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is the fourth Indiana Jones film. It came out in two thousand eight. Uh, it uh, all all the principles were whack. We had uh, we had Harrison Ford, Indiana Jones. Directed by Steven Spielberg, George Lucas was involved in the writing and all that other stuff. Uh, the movie did extremely well at the box office. It made seven hundred eighty-six bajillion dollars, mm-hmm. 
on a budget of about 185 million. Uh, so before we start talking about the movie, so let's should we try to kind of break down what what happens? Let's kind of describe the plot of of this movie. I'm assuming, so I'm, I'm assuming we all we've all watched it five or six times because we love it so much. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think this was my third time watching. Third time watching, it? really? <laughs> I think so. I think that's high. This is my it was my second time watching it. Oh yeah, say, I'm at two. Yeah. Yeah, this is my second time. Um, I am ashamed to say I saw it in the theaters when it came Bravo. out. Bravo! Yeah. I didn't know what I was getting into. Um, and actually, I feel like there's a story there. Well, there is a story, um, but not about the movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, part of my distaste for the movie is because directly behind me. Uh, were three uh, young boys that talked through the entire thing, oh. and their their mother slash guardian slash adult person did nothing, Lame. and they would they would joke and talk, yeah. and then the worst thing I think is repeat the line that someone just said in the movie. Oh <laughs> no, sins! <laughs> it's like when you're uh, watching a comedy. And, and someone in the movie makes a joke, and then they repeat the joke for as if as if you missed it. Oh yes. man! Or they're like, "Did you get that? That was so funny. Did you hear what they said? That was great." Yeah, when you've got that friend who like taps you on the shoulder and you're like, "That was yeah, yeah. really great." I had no stopping. Shush. There's me making the tapping motion on an audio podcast. <laughs> yeah, fantastic audio. Oh. Terrible, terrible. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, so 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 let's uh, so we let's uh, let's break down this plot. So. Uh, Brandon, Danica, so please, so can we can we start? Where is where? So where where are we here? Where is when is this movie taking place? What's going on? Set set the scene for us. Okay. Um, well, bl- have you seen American Graffiti? I was gonna say yeah. It takes place in George Lucas's American Graffiti. Oh, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> takes, takes place in 1957. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then James, fake James Dean shows up at some point. Yeah, he does. And he like, there's just so much about this and like. Basically, it's American Graffiti and Fern Gully, and I will have more comments about that. In the future. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good, that's a good, good. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have, would have never put those together, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, neither should have, should they have? <laughs> yeah, I guess you could definitely argue that. Yeah, but yeah. Like we start in the the hip retro fifties. Uh, there's literally like a diner scene with jocks and, and jocks and, and greasers, greasers. Yeah. and I'm just like, what is? It's, it's funny because because it, even st- it's like the the opening even scene of the movie is is Elvis Presley yeah m- music being played over top of just this, yeah. this car just driving down this road yeah and that's the first thing you see uh, like oh the uh, or the, the marquee of Vinnie Angelo's the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull it's like they're blasting a I didn't even know realize cars in that era actually had stereos I'm not convinced they did mm, radios but not good radios, radios but not good radios yeah. yeah but like if you had walked into a theater and not known what movie you would have going to see you would have never guessed indiana jones yes. i would have thought i was seeing the sequel to groundhog day yeah there, there you go <laughs> absolutely right <laughs> i forgot about that makes sense about the groundhogs now <laughs> i was sitting here just like there's groundhogs here what's going oh, on how did we miss the i, don't know, the, I remember the internet <laughs> making a big deal out of the groundhogs even though like i don't know they're just cute they're groundhogs. groundhogs i guess cute maybe groundhogs. you didn't expect like the, that sort of like cutesy cartoony thing to be in an indiana jones movie yeah but, yeah you know uh I don't. I, I didn't. I didn't mind them. There's a lot more egregious things I can think of in the movie. Than like that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, to summarize the plot, I mean it's going to be somewhat difficult. There is the basically the Russians want uh, an alien. Yeah. From Area 51. Yes. For some reason, 
Because, because that alien is totally disconnected from the alien that's discovered later on. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Indiana Jones, they enlist... Indiana Jones are not enlist him. They kidnap him uh, to find the, uh, the uh, proper crate that's hidden in a warehouse with a million different crates. With a giant 51 on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I actually kind of like this scene. The, uh, the, I like the, it was kind of inventive with this thing that has this, you know, the big magnetic force and he was using the gunpowder to try and find it all. That was kind of cool. It felt, Mm -hmm. felt Indiana Jonesy. Yeah. Uh, uh, then they find the, the thing, the alien thingamadoodle, uh, Indiana Jones is then, uh, double-crossed by his partner, Mac. Uh, later on he gets... He, he somehow gets away. We'll discuss why later. And then he, <laughs> or maybe we'll just skip it entirely. He is then uh, fired for some reason from his job. I'm not sure why. He Communism. And then he meets, Communism, yes. yes. He then meets Shia LaBeouf, who is looking for his good friend Ox. Ox is off in South America trying to find an alien. And wouldn't you know it, so are the Russians. So they must go find uh, Akatoa. Or Akator? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Akatora. Uh, so far this makes perfect sense. Yeah. Continue. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty good at I'm pretty good at summarizing it. Yeah. <laughs> then they then arrive at Akatora, uh Akator or whatever. Uh, for some reason Marion is there. Yeah. From, yeah. from the first movie. From the first from, movie. From Raiders of the Lost Yeah. Egg. She just shows up and she has her Indiana Jones line and then mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and then we end up finding Akator, and then aliens, and the movie's over. <laughs> oh, and, and by the way, uh, Shia LaBeouf, who plays Mutt, the, uh, is actually the, 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 the quote-unquote greaser, Great name. the bad guy, uh, turns out to be Indiana Jones' son. Yes. Spoilers. Oh, yeah, I forgot that part. You know, you know why I forgot about that part? Because it, it doesn't... doesn't do anything. Yeah. No. It yeah. means nothing in the film. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's pretty much in a nutshell. Kind of bounces over <laughs> over the place. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I'll you know, I, I'll I'll have some commentary on that later on. But let's kind of talk about uh, talk about the movie uh, and kind of you know what we thought and kind of where did the movie start to fall apart? Brandon, let's uh, go to you first. Oh, the movie fell apart right away, like <laughs> almost immediately. <laughs> okay. Um, because yeah, you kind of do get your I I I, under, I understood moving the era of it because. Uh, the original ones were supposed to be sort of like the old pulps, and then you know, yeah. Indi- Indiana Jones gets old. You can't just be like, no, but it's the same time. Don't yeah, worry about it. Still Don't 1938. Think about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They should they should contact Marvel about that de aging uh, computer <laughs> animation magic that they have because yeah. they yeah. did a real good job of it on old du- uh, Michael Douglas. Yeah, oh, they did. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like, uh, just sort of the minute that they were just like, it's aliens. I was just like. And I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> um, and because, like, t- to me, Indiana Jones, a lot of what makes it so cool is it's all practical. Yeah. Uh, or at least as as practical as it can be. And this one was just sort of like, but what if we do this instead? Like, no, no, I want contraptions, my friend. Yeah. Like, you got the money for it. I know you got the money for it. Just do the contraptions. Yeah. So There's something about um, aliens that doesn't seem to fit in the Indiana mm, Jones yeah. universe. And I think, like, George Lucas's idea was, like, because the original films were uh, sort of, like, you know, the sort of uh, pulp stuff from, like, the 30s and the 20s and 30s or whatever, those yeah. kind of, like, uh, movies, 
he wanted to make like a B sci-fi movie basically so he's just moving the era up to like what a 50s B sci-fi movie would be like so it kind of makes sense for that transition at least in terms of like what he wants to write yeah but from from what we know of Indiana Jones like there's always there's always a spiritual element to Indiana Jones and that like doesn't really mesh with aliens so good Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, considering that the one time religion in any sense was like mentioned or seen on screen, it was immediately squashed. Which part was that? The genocide. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I wrote yeah, that down yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we'll dig into the the fun genocide <laughs> yeah. later. Um, o- Off screen genocide too, just sort of like. Yeah. I was like, no, okay, sorry. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna dig into this right now. As soon as I saw like, just like. Oh, this nice, you know, indigenous tribe who's just trying to protect their stuff. <laughs> I didn't make it that far. Yeah, yeah in the, in this movie, there is a uh, indigenous group of people who live in a lost city, mm-hmm. which means that they have their own culture. They are a race, and then they are massacred mm-hmm. by the Russians, as you say, off screen. And I was I was like, you couldn't. You couldn't paint like a better parallel to like what happened to most indigenous tribes around the and and it, and and the way that the movie just sloughs it off is also a very good parallel for how indigenous people have been treated. Yep. So that was uh, that was pretty rough to see in an yeah. Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. No, for sure. Super awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Brandon. Anything else, or Danica? Do you want to chime in on just kind of like for for you? Where where did oh where where did the movie start to go wrong for you? Or um, just too many ingredients into the pot. Like, just the stew was has too many flavors. Basically, mm-hmm. um, you know, like it's the science and religion thing. It's the hey, Russians are still bad. Like, it feels because um, so- movies are based on society, and so in society now Russians are great. We love Russia. Yay. So yeah, mostly. they're our wacky neighbors. Exactly. Yeah. Hello, yeah. borrow a cup of milk. Yeah, yeah. yeah they do crazy things in Russia. Still, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. But like, it felt even though it was still it was based in the fifties, it felt super uncomfortable to watch in the mid two thousands because your brain goes, "What? We're good with Russia now. We're like, I just can't." I mean, in movies right now, it's like uh, Iraqis. And it's like, yeah, and that's an American thing that I'm not a fan of hugely, but yeah, you yeah in the can future tell, that's gonna feel weird. Yeah, yeah, like we're just I mean it always feels weird, but like yeah. can you imagine how something like Homeland is going to feel oh, right. <laughs> you know, yeah, in like yeah. twenty years? Yeah, we're like, um but Iraq's our friend, you guys. What's, the, what's up with this highly racist show, everybody? <laughs> I, was, I kinda I was kinda, how was this made? I was kinda thinking the same thing because as because as because they kinda dealt a lot about that about like there's this Cold War aspect. Mm. You have this McCarthyism aspect going back, and I'm, you know, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm kind of putting myself in, 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 in the, in, into the, into the shoes of the younger viewer who has no recollection mm-hmm. of this ever happening, right? And they've, yeah. so they've actually got these really interesting themes at, at work here, but I almost, I almost felt like they needed to kind of like explain to the viewer, okay, this is why this particular, this is why this group is the, this is the enemy, because I think, yeah, like there's, like you can say the word Nazi. And everyone's like, oh, okay, yeah. okay, I get that. But it's like, well, these these are like commies and, and better dead than red. It's kind of like, okay, you need to explain that more because there's a good portion of the audience. Yeah. They have no connection to that. They never experienced it. They don't know I'm not a, yeah, like I'm not 100% they said the word communist or communism. 
No. Yes, they did. Yeah, they said I know they said Reds, they said and they Red, said comrades. Yeah. 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 No. Uh, uh, what's his name? Um, 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 the is it he the dean? Yeah. He says he says oh. to Indiana Jones that uh, he doesn't recognize this country anymore. They're having a seat communists everywhere or something like that. Oh, so yeah, yeah. It is yeah, utter, yeah. 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 do say it at one point. Yeah. And I think maybe one of the signs said something. And I think so. But the, yeah, like, chasing. like you were saying, like a, a kid watching this is going to be like, neat, but why? Yeah, I don't get it. Why is Indiana Jones even fired? Like, yeah. there's that one mention of yeah, like they're... Well, I don't know why Indiana Jones was fired. Exactly. <laughs> like it was... was he fired because... Did the FBI get him fired? Well, and, and they kind of imply with that one line that it's it is that McCarthyism because like well, if anybody he was says with the Mac guy who's a double agent except oh, exactly okay. right. he's a association so, so with the, Mac. It's because of the guy from Scrubs says something about you're <laughs> under uh, you're under watch yeah. or something like yeah. that. Yeah, because, the, guy, the guy from Scrubs says you're under watch, and the grandpa from the OC is just like, no, he is not. <laughs> their perspective i just thought of this okay he gets fired and immediately leaves the country <laughs> how suspicious is that <laughs> that's not gonna just like Whoa. we're gonna we're gonna calm everyone's nerves i'm just gonna take off with don't worry guys i'm just gonna leave my house and all my possessions he also he kind of leaves the south co- america <laughs> he leaves the country in a car chase too. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> this I, I, while uh, like destroying a university in like uh, he kind of they went through like a big com- he like kind of uh, caused problems in a communist protest as well. I yep. Think. Yep. So, yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I think that's pretty suspicious. <laughs> I agree with this, you. <laughs> this makes me feel like that. Hopefully, hopefully, somewhere in some in some film archive, there's actually like a deeply like Soviet Union propaganda communist, like their own Indiana Jones. It's basically just Harrison Ford recut, yeah. just like like basically working for for the for the for the Soviet Union. Oh, hang on, guys. Think about it. Indiana Jones, what does he always say about the things the, the things that he finds, the treasures that he finds? Here, here. That they belong in a museum. He doesn't believe in profit. Oh, oh Indiana Jones is a communist. There you go. There you go. Perfect. 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 <laughs> uh, any other thoughts, Danica? Um, well, yeah. If I'm going to get into some minutiae and actually treat it like a logical film. Sure. Um, absolutely. I absolutely think that, um, like what you were saying before... Uh, we didn't understand why they were evil. They just showed up and they're like, hey, Russian. And everyone's like, Ooh. we're Russian. We have the exit. <laughs> but if there were like some more shades of gray, if people weren't just black and white, evil good, I think it was at some points too simplistic. And I'm realizing. Really? What? <laughs> no. Plot wise, no. Plot wise, it was a hot mess. <laughs> Character wise, it was too simplistic. Yeah. Okay. See that guy over there? He's got a dark hat on. You should shoot him or yeah. whatever. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. just too simplistic. We, we were just supposed to assume that Indiana Jones is the good guy and everyone else is the bad guy and Indian people don't exist because they're all dead. <laughs> guess what they are? And like, just, it was just like boop 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 boop. It's so. And you'd have to just accept it because yeah. if you didn't, you the movie was already twenty minutes. Yeah. 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 True. Yeah. The character motivations are so simplistic that. Mm-hmm. One character just straight up uh, triple quadruple crosses. Yeah, yeah. And and there's no there's not even a hint of why he's doing any of this. I don't give his video for money. Every yeah, every now and then he's just like like money, gold, 
Yeah. Uh, and then there's like, oh, okay, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> that would that'd be, they were talking about uh, George Mac McHale, correctly. That's uh, Ray Winstone's yeah, character. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was like, he's just playing all sides, kind of, sort of. Now, is now, is he in the other movies, or they, is this the only one he's. I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, like, I don't think he was in any remember. other movies. I think he was just like a dude. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. I wasn't really quite sure. He in the in the context of the movie, he was um, he fought in World War II with Indiana Jones. Yeah, he was in the right. the OSS. Yeah, the precursor to the CIA. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Greg, what about yourself? Um. Okay. We can <laughs> we can skip the fridge probably. <laughs> I want to talk. About oh it. no, we're talking. I'll let, about yeah, I'll let you talk about the fridge, Colin. <laughs> um. I feel like. Okay. First of all. What are everybody's thoughts on Shia LaBeouf? Fans? Not fans? Love, hate? Uh, you mean theater mm. and elevator enthusiast Shia LaBeouf? The dude who, like, he... he uh, I'm fascinated with him now because I think he's trying to, like, do anything he can. So recording himself standing in an elevator for 24 hours. <laughs> and then before that, recording him watching all of his own movies. Yeah, yeah. Um... Also, actual Cannibal Shia LaBeouf, I'm also a fan. Um, but this era of Shia LaBeouf, who was just like, I'm the greatest. Hard pass. <laughs> I don't know, I think, like, I'm going to defend Mr. LaBeouf, because I think <laughs> he, gets, he gets pretty uh, bad rap in uh, the internet circles, and I don't think it's fair, because he's, he's a real talented actor. He's, very, he's a very natural actor. He's good in almost everything that I've seen him in. Even the stuff that sucks. Like, Transformers and stuff like that. Like, he may have kind of an irritating character in Transformers, but he's still good at do, at, at, in his performance. Uh, Disturbia was good, as I recall. Yeah. He's good in this movie, you know. Uh, and I, I kind of feel like, you know, yeah, he kind of went off the rails a little bit, but, you know, that happens to most oh, people yeah. that get too famous too young and that's that's kind of we should kind of almost expect that and he always point. tries right like that's that's what i like about him is in this movie and like you're saying transformers yeah. he's the guy who's trying yeah yeah um and like he's given the lines and he's just like i'm gonna deliver these like 110 <laughs> yeah um, and i and i actually kind of i kind of like the character of my i think i think with some tweaks he could work i think he needs a different name 100 <laughs> percent <laughs> But, you know, he's, I like the idea that, you know, he's, he's Indy's son, but he's not the same as Indiana Jones. He's quite different. You know, mm -hmm. he's, mm -hmm. he's come from a different background. He doesn't appreciate the same things as Indiana Jones does, but there's some subtle hints in the movie that he has the same level of intelligence, and there's some hints that he kind of has, he might have some of the same interests. Mm -hmm. You know, if there was a little bit more of that, a little bit more of, like, um, uh, the character of Mutt becoming Indiana Jones a little bit more throughout the film is that if that, that was his arc where he was sort of taking an interest in all this stuff more. Yeah, I think that that character would have worked a little bit more for me. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing I I don't like that bothered me was that um, in most Indiana Jones films, I feel like there's an air of mystery around what's going on, and I didn't get that from from Crystal Skull, because the, the fact that it's aliens might have worked better for me if it was more of a twist mm -hmm. at the end. Yeah. yeah. But we get the, that information in the opening sequence. They have that weird alien 
hand come out of the the box there. And I, you know, that, I think that kind of uh, that reveals a little bit too early and kind of unfortunate. It kind of killed some of the momentum. I think I think people would have been more accepting of it being aliens if it was sort of like a twist on the end and like the skulls didn't look so alien yeah kind of like they're they're very obviously alien if they were if they looked a little bit more human and it turned out that these were because they keep saying that like these are interdimensional beings well what if they were you know more human like that would have been that would have been fine if they were interdimensional yeah have like a human skull that when they get it there fits into that larger part maybe and yeah just like oh snap yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 they 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 treat the whole the whole thing about about extraterrestrials they're pretty calm about the whole thing they're just kind of like oh yeah that's neat yeah like kind of like yeah and that's yeah, and he, no one he, seems he, to say like this is the greatest discovery of yeah all like, time. oh my goodness <laughs> which is which is and, and we talked about and i think danica brought up the point about about how in the other movies you have that spiritual element right and i think whether in i think i know in for Right as a lost ark and also last crusade, they're very you know very Christian elements. You've got the you've got the um, you know the ark of the covenant, the ten, ten commandment tablets, and the cup from the last supper. So even if you're not Christian, you've never went to Sunday school, you generally know what those things are. Yeah, yeah. and there's a, there's that mystery around it, right? And that's kind of what draws you in. But yeah, having these super long long alien dudes, interdimensional. Which side note, they the only reason that the aliens made the movie was because George Lucas said, "Well, have instead of." being extra chess let's be interdimensional <laughs> and that's when spielberg went on board but yeah you right. don't you don't get that with the aliens it's okay, just kind yeah. of just like okay but yeah there's no there's none of that it doesn't draw you in that's kind of like okay now there, i'm you know there's that, that mysterious element to it yeah yeah i feel like there was probably a better way of of sort of getting the audience to sort of buy into the fact that like you know as the mystery builds it becomes increasingly um, uh, apparent that there's something almost more sci-fi going on yeah, rather than just cool. being like we're in Area 51 that's a fucking alien right there <laughs> like I, I I legitimately wonder if everyone was so cool with the alien head uh, because it looked like a glowing glass, uh, glass structure filled with saran wrap yeah it looks stupid <laughs> like <laughs> that's exactly this is what an it object like. that I could have at home yeah <laughs> And instead of just like, yeah. oh no, this is like a, an alien skull. It looks like one of those things you buy at a Las Vegas gift shop, <laughs> and then, like you say, stuffed it with saran. Did, did, yeah. any, did anyone feel watching this movie that, because, because it, or, or, is everyone like a fan of Indiana Jones around the table? Does everyone like to enjoy the movies? Like, I have. Yeah. 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 Maybe not Temple of Doom. I love Last Crusade. But, but, you, like but you're kind of like, you're, you're, like, if someone says Indiana Jones, you're generally on board. Yeah. Did anyone else feel like, like as you're watching this movie, you're kind of doing this, like, have this kind of this this mindset of, okay, and you kind of, you know, it's like, let's see where this goes, and then all of a sudden the movie ends, you're like, really? That's where it went? Like, it was yeah. Just, oh, yeah. Was anyone else yeah. kind of like that as well? Yep. Because the, the movie continually, it sort of continually breaks down as it goes along. Mm-hmm. Well, right? it keeps trying to, like, one-up itself. And, like, yeah. that entire chase scene in the jungle, it was like, hey, how about this? Isn't oh, yeah. this cool? Let's, Isn't this cool? Let's make it on a cliff. And then, oh. like, it just keeps monkeys? going. Yeah, what a, yeah. The monkeys. Can we talk about, like... Let's talk about the monkeys. Shia LaBeouf is a... Monkeys? Is a, mon- is a I forgot Tarzan about the monkeys. Now? How did I forget? I watched this movie two days ago and I forgot about the monkeys already. There's, there's yeah. so much in that one scene alone. I mean, that probably could have been the whole movie and it still would have been too much. Um, <laughs> there was, so like... You're, so you're referring to Shia LaBeouf swinging with the monkeys. Well, let's see. Stuff. Swinging with the monkeys. Yeah. 
Um, there's the ants. Oh yeah, yeah. I do like the ants. The ants kind of feel Indiana Jonesy because there's like you yeah, know he's always stuck dying. in like some place where it's. Where, oh, I yeah. was gonna say like and that. it, yeah, that's one of like the more horrible deaths, and usually Indiana Jones has like some horrible one. deaths. Yeah. I feel like that was uh, uh, one of the check boxes that they had, and the reason why I felt like it didn't feel like an Indiana Jones movie, it felt like they found cool things that they liked about Indiana Jones movie yeah, yeah. and had a checklist and went, something with snakes. <laughs> something where he grabs his hat. Yeah. Somebody dies horribly. Yeah. Indigenous people slash culture. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also treated poorly. <laughs> and uh, like just... It felt like a it felt like a checklist thing, and I have yeah. no idea what this monkeys thing was. That, this is kind of like how a lot of m- movies are made these days. Like most remakes, kind of go on that. They just have that list of like, you know, what do we what do we need in this movie in order to, for people to believe that this is movie X that was remade for movie Y kind of thing. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, like, I'm just going to go back. That was the longest jungle I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Where were they going? That was, like, equal, like, equal in my mind to the Fast and the Furious uh, air, airplane chase scene, because it was the longest runway. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah, yeah, And yeah. I was like, which came first? Because I think, I think it was Indiana Jones, so either, either, either way. And, like, the Jeeps, and they kept, like, swinging in and out, and there was, like, the fencing happened. Fencing in a jungle. On top of two cars. Yeah, yeah. On top of two cars. And then, like, that poor bag kept being swing back and forth. <laughs> I did like the the bit where Marion was telling Mutt to, like, repose and that kind of... He's, was, he's like, he's like it's not a match, moment. Mom! I like that one. That's great. I'm not saying I didn't like it. I'm saying it was bonkers. <laughs> yeah? Oh, yeah. It's just like, yeah. There's a lot going on. I agree entirely that there's a lot going on just in that sequence. Can't, yeah. yeah there, was, <laughs> there was probably, like, a couple times during that scene I was like... Okay. Oh no, it's still going. <laughs> yeah, I'm exhausted. I've no, I've never been in the been in the jungle or in the Amazon. Yeah. And I'm no scientist, but I cannot imagine that the terrain of a jungle, even if you mow it down, is going to be perfectly, perfectly flat. Yeah. Oh yeah. In order to participate a perfectly calm and easy car chasing, there's got to be a, a rock somewhere yeah, or a hill trees, or a there was bump. A somewhat of a road. But they had the tree. They had the tank. tree eater. The tree eating tank. Yes. Oh uh, yeah. But still, if which, would, had, which like, would still create stumps. Oh, if yeah. Lots of stuff. Like, on the back oh, end. There's this just a giant like steamroll thing that's just flattening <laughs> everything too. It's like we solved it. Yeah. We solved it. <laughs> this is an expensive expedition. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of yeah. Like there's, is I wonder if I wonder if that's the point of movie where just like it's just it's just like. I, up, up until the point you you have like your question marks of like okay there's lots of CGI gophers okay he's hiding in a refrigerator just to save himself from nuclear blast <laughs> yeah. but I think that's the point where it's kind of like okay something's wrong here something's gone horribly missed because before that we actually have that that uh, like the the motorcycle and car chasing through the through like the university which I think yeah. is actually pretty good that was that great. Was and good. it kind of harkens back to like yeah. this is this is a classic mm-hmm. you know serial type thing but yeah now it's like all right he's <laughs> Standing between two cars, Sheila Booth between two cars, having a fencing duel mm-hmm. with oh, and but but so but that that's not the danger to him. The danger to him is the tiny twig of trees <laughs> smacking him in the junk between the legs. Yeah, not the fact that a Russian woman's trying nope. to kill him with a sword. Nope. Or that I would have loved it every time he fall and die. Every time he got slammed by one of those tree branches in the in the balls, it went went. I think I think for that team by itself, I would give Shia full marks. And actually, I quite like Shia in this movie. So, yeah, so yeah. I'm I'm the minority. 
I don't. I just I defended don't him for like five minutes. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, you. I don't dislike him. I think his character character is a caricature. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think he deserves better. I think you know, so. I, I think I agree with you, but I think I'm going to take a different tack. Okay. I think he needs to be more of a caricature. I actually, in this I, movie, you could probably get away with it. I, I, I kind of, I kind of feel like like Sheila Booth's character, and we, this is probably the most Sheila Booth's ever been talked about in an Indiana Jones podcast ever. <laughs> I actually wanted him to be. I thought he was like the most like for what I know of greasers, they're supposed to be the kind of the rebel outlaws, down with authority. We're yeah. you know yeah. whatever. He was the most polite. Other than trying to steal a beer, he was pretty polite. He's like, "Hey, old man," and they like, yeah. go for like your drink. Like for for for. I'll maybe talk about this later, but like. I want him to be. I want him and kind of Indy to kind of butt heads a little bit. Yeah, like, I want them to be conflict. very much like, yeah, more, like more, yeah, uh, we are more not the same and less. Maybe, maybe like not so much more fancy, but just like more, just like they're clearly from two different generations. Yeah, and like they are not, they are not there to. To get along, I do want to see Indiana Jones and the Fonz. That yeah. actually would be Indiana Jones and the Fonz. Uh, my other go-to was hey, Danny Zuko. Just, just, yeah, both, exactly. just both of them like race, and one guy's on a shark, the other one's in a fridge, and they're, they're just racing. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the fridge is on the ocean. And there's sharks. Yeah. Oh, man. would watch that movie can actually. Please talk about the fridge. Let's talk about the fridge. It has comic. Uh, connotation. It does, oh, really? Actually. So it was like extra level for us. Okay, so so go break this down for us. Uh, so did you want to do it, Brandon? Um, yeah. Look, have you guys heard of the term or the the trope like women in refrigerators? I have. I have. Yeah. So uh, Gail Simone, who was a comics writer, um, used to uh, before she was a comics writer, used to run a site called Women in Refrigerators, and what spurred her onto this was an issue of Green Lantern where. Uh, or actually two or three issues of Green Lantern where uh, Green Lantern gets a girlfriend, the villain kidnaps her, and in the third issue, he finds her in pieces in a fridge. The only reason why she exists is to be in a fridge. Right. Right. Um, And so they kind of apply it to the trope of just, like, bad things happening to women uh, just to spur the... Yeah, just to to motivate the male lead. Yeah. Yeah. Mm So uh, when we saw this scene, uh, Danica had a very, very specific thought about it. I just looked over and I was like, he just fridged himself. (laughs) (laughs) And you had a good response. Uh, But he survived because he is a white male. Oh, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) He's the hero. For us, everything works out fine. Exactly. (laughs) Like, if... If he was with somebody at the start of that, like, she would not have survived that. No. No. Um, And then it would have been like, well... Now is my motivation to go after the Russians. Yeah, because yeah. I must Avenge. wreak vengeance with my Four. khaki pants and my yeah. and my fedora. <laughs> yeah, no. So at I, the very at the very least, at least that wasn't a motivation. Yeah, so. yeah, and I think there that was motivation in previous films too. There was there was always a kidnapping. There was someone mm-hmm. kind of gru- like gruesomely murdered or something or tragically murdered. Yeah, or and like kind the of female like, character was just like flimsy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not generally useful. Thankfully, yeah. um, what what is what is Butt's mother's name? I have forgotten it. She's Marion. 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 Yeah. She was Karen awesome. Allen. Yeah. Uh, I love. She shows up and she's like, "Oh, what are you doing here? I was fine, even though she's totally been kidnapped." Yeah. And then throughout the entire movie, she's just like, "I got this. Cool." And there's literally this one point. I think it's the it's the waterfall, isn't it? It's the waterfall. Uh, I think so. Um, she saves everybody, and he yells at her, and he says, never do that again. 
again. Yeah, he does. I would have slapped him in the face, and I would have said, oh, I just saved your life. Oh, yeah, they're, yeah. like, Indy and, and Mudder both gonna die, and... Right, she drives off the drives, drives off, off the cliff, cliff hits the branch. Tree. Oh, that's and right, into that's the right. water. Yeah. yeah, and he's like, "Never do that again." And she's just like, "Bitch, we just saved you." <laughs> <laughs> Rivered, yeah, she was actually she was actually pretty good in the movie. Like for mm-hmm. like I and they, 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 for I think as little as she was in it, and for as little as she had to do, yeah. I thought cool. she was yeah. probably one of the brighter spots. She was the reason I kept wondering whether the other two characters, so um, so Mac and also Ox, uh, played by John Hurt. Uh, I, I kept wondering whether they were callbacks to old movies because obviously, so Mar- you haven't seen Marion since Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, this is interesting. Um, apparently, originally, Ox was supposed to be Indy's dad, oh. but before the just before they were going to start shooting, uh, apparently um, Sean Connery backed out and they had to rewrite uh, his part. So okay. that's kind of why he doesn't super fit. Okay, that would have actually been more interesting. Yeah. yeah, I think so. I mean, John Hurt was amazing. Oh yeah. Can we talk about the cast in this whole thing? Like, yeah, yeah. That's like, great. I get that it's it's like a name brand, and I get that if so, you said to someone, "Hey, do you want to be an Indiana Jones movie?" <laughs> bajillions of dollars. Yeah. But it was an actually good cast. Oh yeah. That that's for me. For me, that's one of like when I think about this movie. That's one of the the puzzling things about this movie is that. All the actors are really good. Mm-hmm. They all do their job really, really well. It's Indiana Jones is Indiana Jones, and it's and it's you know he's doing his thing. Mm-hmm. So like for me, it's kind of like it's kind of like I was trying to think about this on my, on my way home today. It's kind of like when you go to a restaurant, and you order like a pizza. You've had that pizza before, and it's always really good. And you order the pizza again, and it's like okay, this, this has everything I like on it. There's maybe this of this maybe the sauce is different, but then you eat it, and it's tasteless. Yeah. And it's the most puzzling thing because it's like, but every, but I like everything here. I like all the actors. I like Indiana Jones. Like uh, Clay, Kate, Kate Blanchett is fine as as the as the Russian villain with the Russian haircut. Yeah, oh um, yeah, yeah. And, and like so, it, like everything's fine. You know, yeah. you, you Shia haters go sit out down over there. Never said I hated him. You be quiet. This is people on the podcast. We <laughs> listeners. He's fine. But yeah, but it's just kind of like. It's just it's it's weird that way, right? Like it's just like yeah. the cast is great; they do a great job. Even if you're not like I wasn't personally, I had a pro- I kind of had a, not a problem, but like I had, a, I had an issue with with Ox and Mac again, just because I was confused whether I should know them and I didn't. But I also kind of felt like I didn't. There really wasn't much there for me to get to know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Like if, when Mac was dying, I was just like, "Just let him die." Yeah, yeah. You could yeah. have left two he's, minutes ago. He's betrayed and he you been twice yeah. now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Why? Why are you? Why are you so like? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, if we're gonna if we're gonna talk about the monkeys and we're gonna talk about right. the, the infinite the infinite jungle scene, yeah. <laughs> my moment of complete and total disbelief is saying, "Okay, what is happening here?" Is where Mutt where Mutt first meets Indiana Jones. By driving his motorcycle very solely on a train yes. pro, a, a, a plat, platform and just picking one old man in a hat on a train saying, hey, are you Dr. Jones? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and not running into anything or off the platform or anyone. Like, just he just was randomly shows bike, up. Just, like, but there's no, and there's no action beat there. Yeah. Like, it kind of feels, feels like, um, like that him getting on the train... And, and you know you see that if uh, the Russian agents get on with them on the train, right? And it feels like that should be the action beat, and then 
Shia saves him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whatever. And then they and then they go into the expository well, stuff afterwards. It's a weird edit, right? Because yeah. it's like the train is going. Yeah, so they're so leaving. How did he get off? Yeah, how did he get in the train station? You with can't the motorbike? just. You can't just yeah, go. Yeah. Excuse me. This random boy <laughs> yeah. has called this to my attention. I need to go have coffee with him. Yeah. You, the train is going. Beg your pardon, sir. <laughs> Imagine Why yourself you like go, getting getting on an airplane. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Imagine yeah. yourself getting on an airplane <laughs> and you change your plans because someone goes, "Hey, Greg." I'm like, "What? Oh, okay, I gotta go." Hey, I yeah. need your help. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of busy. Stop the plane. Stop the plane, please. <laughs> yeah. I need my luggage. Let's go. I need to, I need to go to this 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 fifties uh, diner to uh, start a bar fight <laughs> yeah. between greasers and jocks. So I, I expect them to start snapping. Seriously, mm-hmm. like two seconds. That's an Indiana that. Jones and the King of the Crystal Skull, the musical, which yes. I would watch. I would that watch would that, that would be great. Would Kate Blanchett would be amazing. She would be amazing. Let's let's make this movie happen. Uh, let's uh, let's take a little bit of a break. We'll uh, we'll stop refuel. We'll go hide in our refrigerators and wait till the end of the world. And then if we survive, we'll be back to talk about how we will fix this. Refrigerator movie. <laughs> With or without the gophers. Probably without. Welcome back to I Have Some Notes. So we've already talked about uh, where the movie's kind of gone astray as it Barrels through a completely flat, featureless jungle <laughs> with sword fights and monkeys and refrigerators and gophers and mm-hmm. just weird alien skulls. So let's talk about what we would do as titans of film industry would do to make this a better watchable, make it a movie that you would want to show your parents, grandparents, and their parents and grandparents. Yeah. Over and over. Danica, let's start with you. What would you do to make this a great movie? Simplify, simplify, simplify. <laughs> I would cut. So much of the excess. Really? What would you cut? Yes. Um, well, I can't say specifics, but like basically, I would just think of what the actual plot is or should be, and just like just try to do my best to edit the the stuff out. Like I don't, I don't have specifics in mind. I would probably still have the jungle scene because I enjoy weird things that go on for 20 minutes and I didn't realize it's been 20 minutes but like plot stuff like I would probably add like one line of exposition to make one thing make slightly more sense and then I would cut out an entire scene like so I would just be kind of like removing 90% adding 10% oh okay but in different places yeah so just sort of just kind of like kind of like thinning it and trimming it a little bit just to kind of say okay because it's like two hours long is it not two hours ten minutes it's very long yeah is it that long? It's it's very it's it's oh, very God. long. <laughs> I'm gonna fact check that just a yeah. second. And yeah. like it wouldn't even be just like a, a film length thing. It would yeah. be a, a more of a script, more of a plot uh, driven. You know, if it was still two hours, but it felt smoother. Yeah. Um, for me, it just it started and it didn't stop and it kept going and the characters were moving from here to here. But why? Um, no one ever asked why. They just came <laughs> to South America and then yeah, they did their things thing. basically just kind of happened. Yeah, exactly. the, the Russians are sort of like the epitome, and and Mac as well are sort of the epitome of that. Where, mm-hmm. you know, they they want they want the Area Fifty One alien, but you don't know why. Yeah, they want they kidnap Marion, you don't know why. Yeah, yeah. Why it, was did she they? with was she with Ox? Is that what it was? 
don't understand. I think so. Well, I think I think it. it <laughs> they reveal her as like as like a bargaining chip. Yeah. I feel like they just took her for um, to deal with Indy, and yeah. there's there's your there's your mm. almost bridging is. Look, we have your lady yeah, friend yeah. that you've From done many movies of Goat. Nookie with. <laughs> yeah. um, and then, like, that's that's Remember, remember that me. time you... <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> Maybe you want to do that again, but not yeah. if we, you know, do the thing with her. Like, I'm kind of sick about using women as bait. Like, I'm just like... Mm. Oh, you're not going to like my fix, then. <laughs> <laughs> more ladies, more bait. It was kind of accidental, now. but the way that I was fixing things, it just sort of happened. But yeah, that's fair. I, I, I that's think, fair. Mm-hmm. I, I would love to hear. I, th- I think that we're having such a difficult time trying to explain what is happening and why I think speaks a lot to this movie where it's kind of like like they uh, for the alien they mentioned something about how how Stalin is interested in telepathy and and like and like there's there's a there's a whole really cool subplot that yeah. could, that that could have been your movie right there about like mind control and all this other stuff because that was kind of part of the like that that 50s 60s like US secret government things coming out of the Area 51, yeah. but they just they mention it once and they never go back to it. You yeah, know, it's kind of like so. Why do they want this Rand Rap skull again? <laughs> because it's going to a city of gold. Even if Mac was like following the Russians around because he was trying to to steal the mind weapon from them for yeah. the U.S. government, yeah, that would have. And then maybe greed overcomes him, and then we have another uh, uh, betrayal. Even that would be kind of silly. But at least then I can sort of. Fo- Follow what Max is for doing, it. yeah, yeah. But I, yeah, I don't understand what he's doing at yeah. all. I understand how people handle jet lag so well. They yeah, just, they just hopping from it's country traveling, to country. It's traveling by map, man. Like yeah. it's yeah. different. Oh, I guess so, right? It's just they just kind of hover through. Yeah, <laughs> no need to change clothes. Everyone's fine. Well, Indian, let's, it, but let's bring the motorcycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then quickly lose it. Does anyone else know that? I actually, I never. I, I, I kind of want to go back and watch the previous films, but like. Indiana Jones is walking around these very public places, visibly with a gun in his belt. And he's, he's not in the military, he's not pleased. And everyone's just kind of okay with that. He's just like wandering around, just like, yeah, here's my sidearm. Just right in front of my pants. Yeah. Uh, maybe uh, Steven Spielberg supports open carry. Maybe he does. Maybe he does. It's very possible. <laughs> very possible. Mm-hmm. Brandon, what would you do to make this a better, better movie? Um, it's, it's one on either one of the spectrums. It's either uh, explain a lot less... Or explain a lot more. <laughs> the problem, the, the problem with this movie is it 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 has just enough explained that you require logic. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Um. So if they wanted to, because like a lot of the reasons why, like you know, the Russians have the the thick fake, like and deliberately fake Russian accent. Yeah. Um. And uh, why everything is is so like heightened is because they wanted to something pulpy yeah. and so everything in those pulps is like heightened and explanationless and whatever yeah um if you want to do that they had to go more in that direction yeah or if you wanted sort of like something with like plot reasoning and and whatever like, no i don't want that from my yeah <laughs> like then go in that direction have the motivations there or, or whatnot. Like, it either has to be more of a caricature or they actually have to take more care and actually explain why these people have motivations. Right. 
Um, now, now, personally, uh, if I'm watching like an adventure film, I'm more than okay if they're just doing things for fun. Yeah. And like their basic thing is just like Indiana Jones goes on adventures because he likes doing adventuring. Yeah. yeah. Like, because he is adventure. Yeah. Uh, the Russians are evil because like Boris and Natasha stuff, right? Like yeah, just sure. you, Rocky and Bullwinkle kind of like got the the motivations there down, and they didn't explain shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. That's a that's a true in most cartoons where the the uh, bad guy is wants to do evil things because he's evil and yeah. that's that's yeah. all you that's all the kids require right yeah and so that that could work for Indiana Jones when it's trying to work with sort of like a more pulp serialized yeah thing. well and it, and it works with and it works when when the villains are the Nazis right because you don't you don't need to know the Nazis motivation you just know they're bleeping Nazis and they're yeah, evil yeah. and they're bad so you want them to lose whereas yeah with this one it's kind of like well they're Russians. And they're, you know, like, if you're old enough or if you, if you know enough of history, they were kind of, they were the villain. They weren't Nazi villain, but they were villain. But it's not, it's not like the, like, the big ominous, like, dark cloud of, like, yeah. these are bleeping Nazis. Like, come on. It's different yeah. because Nazis are villains and Russians are antagonists. Ah, there you go. Hey, there you go. Good mm. point, good point. Uh, any, any other changes you'd make, uh, Brandon, as far as, like, what you do to make this a better movie? Uh, 100% less aliens. Hundred percent. So that, I'm surprised that's the first that's come out. I'm not a math expert, but I think that means no. That aliens. means no aliens. <laughs> that means no aliens at all. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Like, and and honestly, it's just mostly because those t- the idea of Indiana Jones and probably what I'm thinking of as pulp, it doesn't quite mesh with. Um, I guess what they're trying to do is sort of like the take on uh, what the '50s was interested in in terms of like their genre yeah. stuff. Yeah. It just doesn't yeah. quite go together. Doesn't fit. Yeah, 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 yeah. It just—it just feels like it, I don't know. Somehow, just religious stuff and uh, and Indiana Jones seems to mesh really well together. Yeah. Well, even even if you have just like there's so there the, you, you you like there's so many every culture's got every culture has a treasured like a treasure of all these different legends and yeah. different artifacts yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Like you can make these movies forever. And you and you could and there'd just be something there'd be something for everyone like even like even having like, like the lost city like uh, was was a good idea and I think you could still keep that you just take the the alien the alien the saran wrap alien skull yeah. out of it right like you still have lots yeah. of lots of stuff yeah. to to go with um, Greg what would you so what would what would you do to make this a, a, a stellar stellar movie besides making it musical well one thing I kind of thought would have been kind of interesting instead of opening the film with uh, Indiana Jones like have kind of like do like a fake out like we think we're gonna see Indy but actually we see Marion instead mm-hmm. oh, that you know cool. kind of thing okay. so yeah. with a jacket the whole from yeah, the yeah, behind yeah. thing oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah so it ends up being Marion like we see her right away and she is the one who is uh, helping the Russians because Marion was always kind of like a bit of a, like she's kind of an unscrupulous type like she yeah. you know that's that's the sense I got from the, the first movie is that she, you know she could be sort of like ah, I'm in, in it for the treasure so maybe you can kind of see her sort of like working with the Russians in order to like to find uh, Akator or something like that um, and I kind of like this is the part that I was gonna I was gonna <laughs> mention is like that that you know she gets she gets taken hostage by uh, Arena Spelko. Uh, and then I would just delete Ox entirely. So now you have now you have Marion as the the key linchpin of the movie, rather than her just showing up for no reason. Because yeah. like Ox doesn't really 
need to be there. He's just, he's sort of like, he's just the driver force to point us towards Akator. So we can just make Marion that. Uh, and then uh, I would have Indiana Jones just sort of be kind of like a loner. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, you know, he doesn't have, his dad's dead, right? In this movie, so we can use that to sort of be uh, create a poignant moment where you know he's alone now and he's older, and it's you know when you get older, like you know something that kind of happens, and he doesn't have any family, he's you know he's or at least he doesn't know it yet, right? So that makes his relationship with uh, with Mutt a lot more important. So yeah, absolutely. When Mutt comes to find him, you know to get his mother back. Yeah, well, maybe they don't they don't realize their family, but as the movie progresses, you know, maybe they get, you know, they're, you know, you, you have the arc where they don't get along at first, but Mutt needs him anyway, and then as we get closer towards the film, they start to develop a bond kind of thing, and then, you know, they find out that they're actually related kind of thing, which I think that would work a lot more, and then, you, you know, it's I always look for arcs that you can sort of in, introduce into these mm-hmm. movies. Because I think that always makes the you know the climax a lot more satisfying. Uh, obviously, as I said before, in the first half of the episode, I would introduce the aliens way way later, uh, have them be more of a more of a surprise. Um, I would delete uh, Mac entirely and just have more Irina Spalco. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I kind of, I kind of feel like there's a way of making Spalco um, more of an interesting villain. You know, she's she's sort of like obsessed with you know the uh, the crystal skull. Um, you know, her key motivation is to you know have create some sort of mind weapon. But maybe maybe underneath all that, like you know, in that in, in the in that first scene, she she tries to read uh, Indiana Jones's mind, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe you know she's she thinks that you know she's really interested in the in the power of the mind and thinking the mind can be much more powerful yeah. maybe she feels like the aliens or whatever this is is a conduit for getting to you know unlocking those secrets cuz they say early on in the film that like the the lost city was said to have had technology it was like 5000 years yeah. ahead of its time Acrodex and stuff like that so like she that. she could be on like this this quest for knowledge and then that that quest becomes a greed and then that ends up being her undoing in the end right yeah mm, yeah yeah mm. yeah I, I, yeah I, you, you bring up that's an interesting point i think i think it would have been interesting like if yeah to make her to actually have that greedy element to say like the reason i want this mind weapon the reason i want to find her develop this mind weapon isn't because i can go take it back to mother russia and give it to stalin yeah no 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 i want it so that I can be the ruler of the Soviet Union and henceforth the world and crush all the enemies because I am, you know, like, so she's like, like, world tyrant in the making or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I do feel like she's kind of, like, she's, she's, she's perfect, like, in what she's doing, but yeah, like, there's something missing yeah, from yeah, her. Just yeah. like that, maybe just that, just that little bit of, that spark just of, that, of just the, just that, just that, a hint, evil. I think a hint of, uh, um, like goodness in her might yeah. make her character more interesting. Just mm-hmm. like, just like you can, so you can kind of just sort of sympathize with her position just, just a little bit, so that you know when you know when she dies, you kind of it has a little bit of a, yeah. it has a little bit of a tragic feel to it. I would, and I and I actually I might even add, say if you, so I would actually maybe maybe just to spread that out, it's actually had a little bit of darkness to her. So actually, there's like so you're actually sort of like okay, it's really important that Indiana Jones and Mutt and his little gang, their little gang stop her because you because 
I you, you don't really get that. It's kind of like, all right, she's bad, I guess, because she's got the haircut. Mm-hmm. But it's like you're not really sort of like, oh gosh, like if if they don't stop this person, the world's doomed or yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah. What I what I like about uh, your version of it is like you basically have Marion taking the place of both um, both the side male characters. Basically, yeah. Yeah. they don't need to be there when, like you're saying, um, if. If say she's uh, she's in it for uh, the treasure, that's sort of already established about her character. Yeah. So then you can uh, so you can have her go out, realize that she needs more help to do this. The Russians are kind of there, yeah. and that's her means to an end. Yeah. So she can even even pretend to be kidnapped, mm-hmm. causing all of this, and so she is actually an agency the whole time. That would definitely be within Marion's character to do something like that. Exactly. Too. Yeah. Brings in Indy, uh, the Russians kind of give her the supplies to do it. She takes Indy, and then she's like, "Sweet, so we've got this, right?" <laughs> yeah. And then you can also play off uh, the the Russian character and her. They both have greedy motivations, but you have on the one hand the that potential for evil, and that on that other hand, just sort of like. You know, there's greed there, but there's greed within reason, yeah. right? Of just sort of like, yeah. oh, this is going to ruin everything? Hard pass. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And see how those two different paths go, and then that's a more fascinating movie. Yeah, yeah. And it gives Marion a lot more to do. That would yeah. make her a much, like, you know, a much stronger lead, and, or not a lead, but, like, you know, a much stronger secondary character. Mm-hmm. You know, that, uh, I'm always for making, <laughs> for trying to elevate... Uh, female characters a little bit more, obviously get, you know, especially in this era where we're we're <laughs> start we're getting uh, you know having a big conversation about it. And you just kind of want to see it a bit more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I think I think if you're I think if you're going to bring her character back, then yeah, like give her make her a big part of the movie. Don't just like yeah, don't just have her don't just, just show up for no yeah, goddamn like she's like, driving. Yeah, she drives the car. Hasn't hasn't yeah. hasn't been in an Indiana Jones movie in twenty seven years. Bring her back because okay, well, obviously the f- fans like her, or you, or you like working with her. Fine, mm-hmm. but yeah, make her a big, make her a big yeah. cog in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, and not to mention the fact that she was living her life. She made that very clear. Yeah. So her storyline in this movie is completely like I don't even remember her from the original movie because it's been so long. Yeah. But her storyline in this movie is not authentic to what I know of her in just this movie. Yeah. Like it went way wrong in my opinion like the end of that movie for her i was like no you wouldn't have done that yeah you would not have done that you would have no yeah <sighs> anyway because <laughs> so, yeah there's the whole part in the movie where she's like you left and i lived my life yeah she's lived her life she raised her son for like yeah. 20 years yeah she's done it She's done it alone, and she's done it fantastically. Yeah. And he shows up, and then they end up married. Yeah. <laughs> like hell, yeah. she's yeah. Well, that was fine. Yeah, that was fine. Like yeah, no, no. I, yeah, this is we're we're yeah. I was actually angry that they were oh, yeah. like, oh, let's uh, let's end this movie with a wedding. It's so cute. It's, and I was like, I'm gonna rip everything. It's, <laughs> it's funny because like because when I when I saw that scene, I, I kind of you know, I, I I kind of re- immediately thought of. Uh, the Ghostbusters 2 episode that we talked about mm-hmm. because we see a parallel in that episode where you've got um, in that you've got Bill Murray and Sigourney Weaver's character who have been mm-hmm. 
who have been they've been apart yeah. for years, yeah. but they just just put them in the same room and oh, they're they're back in love together. It's like no, 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 no. That's that's not exactly how humans interact. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. So and it's kind of a thing where it's just like oh well, the woman will get together with back with a guy just because the guy wants her to kind yeah. of thing. Like it's oh, I never had any quite like you. And who's to say he wanted to? Yeah, yeah. He's he's you know like an independent adventurer. He seems like a bachelor, and that's fine. Yeah. Both of them are fine alone. Like yeah. she seems like she's doing her thing. Yeah. I have no idea what she's doing for a career because that's never mentioned. Hey. Yeah. Mm. Can we talk about that? Sorry. I'm just gonna put that in the Pandora's box. Oh, no, that's okay. Female characters that I'm pissed about. <laughs> there were such good moments and then they just like it was a letdown. It was a letdown. Yeah, are you sure that box is, is there's just one of those boxes? <laughs> it's probably gotta it's be like Yeah. <laughs> Believe me, it's like, with it's like a target in there. Yeah. It's like a film. That's box. bigger on the inside. <laughs> Yeah. It has to be because there's so <laughs> many problems. Yeah, but no, I, I think yeah, I think there's like yeah, some good points. Like there's like, it's funny how like addition through subtraction, right? Like getting rid of characters and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. My 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 changes are are uh, are not nearly as intelligent as, as all of yours. Kind of kind of superficial. Um, but I would you know I would start with just the yeah, just remove the aliens. Yep. Mm-hmm. No one no one really likes it. It doesn't draw you in. Pick, you know, there's 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 so many things they introduce even in the first star of the movie that you could go, you could talk about the mind control and the the the, the, the telepathy and the Stalin wants this. Even though that I guess that kind of harkens back to because I think the reason that they were looking for the Nazis wanted like the other artifacts is because Hitler liked the occult or something like that. So maybe that's a little bit too close. I don't know, but get rid of the aliens, or at least or at least just yeah, have them some have them have them some sort of connection to. Two lesser things, not just like oh, they're just from another outer space or dimension because we don't want to do outer space because Spielberg will get mad. Um, I would also, I would also remove the fridge scene completely, just because it's just it's such a that's the that's the scene people remember the most about this movie, which yep. makes me sad for Indiana Jones, especially with with so many other like Raiders is the opening of Raiders is is. Oh, Might yeah, be the absolutely. best opening of a movie of all time. Like just like you you know where it's from and all these other things, and just and just to to have the, the franchise with all those those really neat things, and then the fourth one comes out, and the most memorable moment is the fridge is is the fridge or the stupid gophers <laughs> or the monkeys or whatever. Just kind of like oh really? Like just just it makes me makes me sad for Indiana Jones. Yeah, I will say that uh, the fridge isn't necessarily. The craziest thing, like, like, there's lots of things that happen in in, in the Indiana Jones film that are pretty unbelievable. Oh yeah, oh yeah. sure. Like uh, in the Temple of Doom, they they uh, jump out of a plane with nothing but an inflatable dinghy, yeah. and then they land on a mountain. <laughs> and then they slide down yeah. the snowy mountain. Yeah, uh, and they were perfectly fine. You know, you know what though? For me, for the for the, for the refrigerator, it's not that he survives the nuclear blast in the refrigerator. I can almost I I can I I can stretch my imagination. I'm on board. It's less that it's it's more that he survives it while being hurtled through yeah. the air in yeah. the refrigerator, yeah. smashing into rocks and going yeah. down cliffs, and he just pops open the thing, and he's just like, he's like a little bloody lip. Yeah. Like, yeah. like if, you're, if you're going to 
If the like, next scene was him, like, in a million broken pieces in the hospital or whatever, yeah, like, then, then it'd be, like, four years later. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, this really, this really hurt. Like, this like this yeah. should leave you... You survived a pretty cataclysmic thing, which you should not have survived. You should have a little more than a runny nose, I would think. So, yeah. Um, but then, and actually, another change I would make, um, but even though we've got lots of other changes here, mm-hmm. um, just, and I mentioned before, I would actually have, have way more conflict between Mutt and, and Indy. Oh, 100%. So, yep. going back to the train station, I would have that removed completely. So instead of Mutt driving slowly and carefully through the train stations, calling out, Dr. Jones, is that you? I would actually have him to be, just to really set himself as being just that, that rebel, greaser, just no respect for anything. Who cares, man? Yeah. I would actually have him barge into his classroom at yeah. the university yeah. and be like, hey, you Jones, I need your help. You need to come with me. And he's like, Hey man, I'm teaching the class. And then you've got him like, you know, like who's this greaser? And the jocks are mad, and all this other stuff. And yeah, so like I, that, and that's how I would introduce him. And I oh, think, absolutely, and I, yeah. And I think, I think, I think Sheila Buff could do it. Mm-hmm. I think, I think he, I think if you told him just like he, like just just take that and just crank it up and just be a jerk, I think it would have worked really, really well. <laughs> that's the thing. You can tell Shia LaBeouf to go over the top, and he will do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I, yes. and I and I and I kind of and I kind of felt like like he like and we we know him to be a very stu like he's an actor he is an actor he is like he he's he's, he's got he's, ideas about stuff yeah exactly so I, I think I think if you I, I almost feel like he was he was like very polite and he was too nice and I feel that's a direction thing that if Spielberg yeah, if, if Spielberg would have said okay no you you know you should be just that like basically like okay have you seen Greece yeah. <laughs> Be John Travolta. I think he could have done that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just with you know, not doing the same like same no, voice, but just, like, yeah, with just yeah. the same attitude of just. Tell him, yeah, I don't care nothing for nobody, no how, whatever. You got a problem with that? Like, like not just like, hey, you got a problem? Like, no, like, like looking like he's gonna fight Indiana Jones at the drop of a hat and just like, just ready to fly off the handle. That would actually yeah. be kind of great, and just yeah. Andy just kind of walking by, just like calm down, kid. Yeah, just like whoa, yeah, like, yeah, like calm, calm down. He kind, he kind of does that a yeah. little bit, uh, yeah. but it's not, uh, it's not ever overtly uh, physical. He just kind of like, he kind of just gets angry, and he's like, "That's your mo- my mother you're talking about." Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Or it's like, "Hey, you need to calm down, kid," yeah. and he's like, "Well, I'm kind of mostly calm." Yeah. <laughs> okay, of. okay, that sounds I'm, good. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. so sorry. My yeah. As a greaser, all I seems to have needed was a good talking to. Yeah. And now I'm perfect <laughs> now <model> of behavior. <laughs> uh, no, absolutely. Uh, so I'm just um. Uh, so let's let's so we'll get some comments here from uh, from some of the social medias. Uh, I had gotten uh, so a couple of comments I had received was uh, one person said uh, uh, we actually Christy said. Uh, the movie is unsavable, can't be fixed, which I think is kind of harsh. <laughs> but but uh, unfixable, sadly. Uh, we all said, and uh, Ashley mentioned, how about rewrite the whole script? Well, okay. Yeah, and yeah. she, yeah. Ashley is not on board with Shia. She says, no, Shia. Uh, that, is, that is our one rule. Is you can't to, rewrite it from scratch. Yeah, have you have to agree, because yeah. I feel um, nearly a decade later, he is, out of the cast, the trendiest uh, choice. Yes. Yeah, he was, very, he was he was like, the he was the it guy. 2008. Yeah. And I'm not again in my defense. He's going to watch it for Greg here. Uh, not saying he's not not saying he's bad. I'm just saying he was absolutely the most 2008 choice they could have made. That's true. This mm-hmm. was this was peak Shia. This was this was at the top of his powers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, Crystal mentions the odds of surviving a nuke in a refrigerator 50 50. The odds of me watching what will sit through this movie through its entirety again, zero. <laughs> zero percent. <laughs> zero to <laughs> 100. Nice. Uh, what? Uh, past guest uh, Mark Jow just, uh, just said, uh, it was kind of butts. <laughs> Great comment, Mark. Thank you very much. Yeah. It was kind of butts. <laughs> it definitely was. Yeah. There was a definitely a butt quality about yeah. it. Mm, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Uh, Darvin on Twitter says uh, the fridge scene has its own solution in the ice cream truck. Indy could have hopped in it and just rolled away. Could have. Fair oh. point. Are ice cream trucks also made of lead? Probably not. Well, maybe, oh yeah, they, they must refrigerate something. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I like this idea because he could have like <laughs> if the if the ice cream bin. Was made of lead. He yeah. could have started the car, let it rip, and then ding, just ding, jumped ding, in the ding, bin. Ding, ding. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Whoop de doo whoop de doo. He's escaping. Cute theme is just like driving. Yeah. Oh, but you know what? The music goes until the cloud comes, and then it just goes. <laughs> exactly. What would be What would be even more ridiculous and great is if the ice cream truck played the Indiana Jones theme. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, <laughs> and it, it, it would have been fine because they would have had the big Soviet like tree mauling machine in front of it, so they would have worried about hills or trees. Yeah, exactly. Like that just it'd be all, all have been fine. Um, do we have any? Do we have any more comments? There's well, um, hang on, let me refresh here. There's a rather large novel oh, uh, that I don't think we can read from uh, oh, Camille. From Camille. From, yeah. Uh, so thank you for writing that. Uh, this oh. is it's very, very long. <laughs> they were very interesting points. Uh, I don't think I can uh, quite summarize it up here. Um, basically, touching on uh, the indigenous people being very uh, yeah. un PC um, wasn't uh, wasn't a big fan of Labouf. Uh, sorry, Camille. There's just so much to read. <laughs> Yeah, but good stuff. And then thank you for comment. And yeah. if, if you guys have uh, comments, uh, leave uh, go to our Facebook page and search. Uh, I have some notes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find us there. You can also find us on Twitter. And now on Instagram, Instagram, you can uh, leave some comments and that sort of thing. Uh, that's about all we have for today. Uh, Danica Brandon, thank you for being with us. Yeah, thank you, guys. Yes. So uh, okay, give it, what uh, what uh, where can people find you? What can you pitch? And what uh, what can you tell people? Uh, well, um, you can find uh, Variant Edition online at variantedmonton.com. Um, as all our social medias are also Variant Edmonton, we're on uh, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Facebook. And uh, my personal Twitter account is uh, Danica Here, D A N I C A H E R E. Uh, and you can find me at all those places except for Danica's Twitter. <laughs> uh, mine is uh, Soupy Toasterson. That soup as in like you're eating, why? And then Toasterson, like you uh, made up a last name. <laughs> and uh, you can also find us at Dr. Hooch where we uh, do our Drunk Dr. Who podcast. Perfect. Uh, definitely listen to that. Uh, if you're in the mood to uh, just get yelled at by a couple of drinks. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, my wife was listening to your podcast to try and make sense of the uh, Amy and Roy's ending. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, 
to make sense of it. <laughs> I, I, I can't imagine we helped. She needed some therapy, I guess, oh, with regards fair. to Rory and Amy's terrible, terrible ending. Yeah. Yes. And probably also the entire last season, which I couldn't even finish watching. Oh boy, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, if you ever want to hear us be completely hateful towards uh, a media product, uh, listen to any of the episodes. And we love uh, Doctor Who. Well, yes, no, um, but listen to the episodes about us talking about Doctor Who Series 8. Oh, deal. yeah, goodness. Yeah. Yep. Deal. We did not like it. <laughs> deal, deal. <laughs> uh, you, can find this, you can find this podcast uh, on iTunes. You can find the podcast uh, on Google Play, Stitcher. Stitcher. Uh, there's something else, like Buzzsprout or something. Bu- uh, Buzzsprout is the main site that we link to. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Our, our uh, social media accounts. Uh, that's basically where our RS, or the raw RSS feed is yeah. from. If you want, if you're a purist, I guess, yeah, yeah. internet purist, <laughs> you want it straight from the ground. I, I want the feed itself. Yeah. Uh, subscribe, leave us a comment, uh, and also share it with other people if you want to uh, to uh, spread the love a little bit. Uh, this is the the season finale of season one of season uh, finale. So we're going to take a, a short break for although this uh, this uh, will probably not super long, so we'll probably be back up pretty shortly. Then why are we taking that break? Well, so we we have kind of well. So you are actually having your honeymoon from Correct. a from a wedding you uh, participated in last year. Honeymoon, pretty much slash first anniversary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, I am actually going to be having my honeymoon and wedding uh, coming up as well. So, so yeah. So we'll be uh, back after that. And then we'll come back, uh, so we'll be, and during, of course, during the time we'll be talk. we'll actually be talking about the podcast and talking about maybe some changes or tweaks, so if you have notes, or and I, I have, have some, some notes, notes <laughs> please share with us, tell us what you like, tell us what you don't like, maybe things you would change, um, because yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna go all in on season two and be back with even more terrible movies and lots of great guests, and hopefully Brandon and Danica will come back to join us again, sure. and, yeah. and uh, yeah. Well, and good news will be uh, all we'll be posting little mini bits uh, throughout the summer. Some stuff that uh, got cut from previous yep. episodes, yes, and stuff like that. So there will be some small bits of content eking out over the next couple of months. All of the swearing. Yeah. No, <laughs> you've heard all of this. Just like a master cut of every time. Just every time there's a swear. Yeah. Like, wouldn't, it wouldn't actually be all long. I was actually surprised when we first started doing this. I thought there'd be more swearing. <laughs> But yeah, but yeah, that's all we have for us. Uh, thank, thanks for watching. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for uh, thanks for for being part of the show. Um, Danica Brand, thanks for being here today. Thank you. Thank you. And we will see you in a little while. And until then, keep watching the skies. <laughs>